You are listening to another episode of Loving Kobo, a podcast about life, love, and money. I am your host, Zakora. All right, everybody, I'm trying Podmas again for the second time. If you didn't catch it last year, what I was trying to do was the podcast version of what people do on YouTube, which is in December, they'll record a video every day for the first 25 days of December. So pretty much the last vlog that they record is on Christmas Day. So I wanted to do a version of that for the podcast last year, but I ended up getting COVID and that pretty much finished me at that point in time. So now a year later, I'm going to attempt to do it again. Part of me is already feeling away because work is busy, life is busy and all that. And I don't want to say I'm going to do something and not be able to finish it. Of course, last year that was outside of my control because I literally just could not talk and do things like that. But this year I said, you know what, let me just try again instead of already canceling myself out in the first place. So today is day one of Podmas for me. And what I thought about doing was, if you remember about an episode ago, I talked about the strength to endure and I said I was going to do a strength to endure series. So I wanted to start off Podmas with that. Typically when people do Vlogmas on YouTube, Everything is holiday themed, so maybe they may take you Christmas shopping or putting up their tree and stuff like that. Since this is something that you're only listening to, I can't really do Christmas themed stuff in that way. But then when I thought about it, I'm like, when it comes to Christmas, especially since I grew up in a very religious home, Christmas was always about going to church and just preparing for just preparing to celebrate the birth of Jesus. And it was less about the toys and the decorations and things like that. So that was kind of something that my family never really did. What I tend to do every December is I'll look back at the year because we're at the end of it. And then I know that there's going to be a new year coming up in a few weeks. So December is really like my look backwards and then also thinking about what I want to do going forward. So I, in addition to preparing to celebrate Jesus' birth. I'm also just doing like my reflection. So I thought that would be a perfect thing for me to do on Podmas to do what I would actually be doing in real life. And so I thought that starting off with the Strength to Endure series is good because I'm going to cover family and life and finances and things like that and just how to um, thrive in those areas. So speaking of which, I also decided that instead of me calling it the strength to endure, I really want to call it the strength to thrive. Because when I think about the word endurance, sometimes people may look at it like kind of dragging yourself through or this kind of long suffering, like you're enduring this horrible thing. And that's not what I'm in the way I mean it. I really mean pushing through getting through whatever that that situation is and coming out better at the end of it. So I will call this the Strength to Thrive series. So I'm going to do a few different things during Podmas, but that's how I want to start it off with this series. So today for the first episode, I want to talk about the Strength to Thrive, but specifically related to family. 
as I was preparing for this episode, I was thinking about what does it look like to thrive in a family? And then family is also nuanced because you have the family that you were born into. You have the family that you can create on your own. You have the family of your, maybe your own biological children or your friends, or if you're a step parent, or there's so many different things that family can look like. So as I thought about family across all those areas, the first thought that came to mind for thriving is evolving and specifically giving yourself the permission to evolve regardless of how the family feels. So sometimes the issue can be that you're changing however your family still sees you the same as they did when you were little. No matter what you've accomplished, no matter what habits you picked up or or let go of, all they may see you as is who you were or who you used to be. And that could be tough on some people because ideally your family will see you for who you are, accept you for who you are, and love you for who you are. And it can be challenging when you feel like you're not seen for the person that you are. And that could be for a few reasons. Sometimes it could be that really that's just all they see. So for example, if you're an older sibling, all you may ever see when you look at your younger siblings is the baby because you may remember where they were born, you remember changing their diapers, and it's hard for you to see them as anything different. Sometimes it could be that you struggle with a problem or issue for so long that all the family remembers is when you struggled with that issue. And even if you're no longer struggling with that issue and you've overcome it, they still just see that person that had that struggle and it's hard for them to either see that you've changed or overcome it, or they may not believe that you over have overcome it. Sometimes it may not be that they can't see the change. Sometimes it may be that they don't want the change and they do see that you're changing or growing and they don't like that. And they prefer you to be where you were. Maybe it was that Maybe it's a family where everybody's used to being sad and complaining and maybe you're the first person that went to college or whatever it is and you can't sit through those conversations anymore and they're looking at you different because that maybe that misery, unfortunately, is what you guys, what bonded you guys together and now that bond is gone and without it, they may not know how to bond with you in the way that they used to. So that can be tough also. But either way, Regardless of the reason why the family may not be okay with your evolution, you still need to walk the path that you're meant to walk, regardless of how people feel. And then there can also be the situation where your family, people in your family have changed and you're still in a place that they all used to be collectively as a family and it may be hard for you to see people changing so it's not always that everyone has stayed the same and you changed sometimes you may have stayed the same and everybody else changed but either way the ideal is to be accepting of the family as they go through their changes and just be support to each other another thing that came to mind when it comes to, to evolution and changing is being okay with the relationship that you have with each family member changing and some of these things happen just as a part of life. So when you're an adult, you may relate to your parents differently than you did when you were a child. If you're married now, you may relate differently 
to your family than when you were still the single person in the family. Maybe some of your family has moved to different states and you see them less often. There may be some family members that you talk to a lot before that you don't talk to as much for for different reasons or some that you didn't talk to as much when you were growing up, but now you guys speak more. So they're different. The nature of the relationship with the different family members can change and it can be tough depending on the situation, but allowing people, just like with the evolution of people's personal changes, allowing relationships to go through the natural course of them. By course, I don't mean the ending, the end of it. I more mean the ebbs and flows of it, just letting the relationship do what it does naturally as people as people live their lives and be okay with it. I personally think that it's easier to thrive when you're not forcing things, not forcing things to stay the same, not forcing people to be the same, not forcing how a relationship should be, just letting it go. I think that it's easier to thrive that way because the natural flow of things is the best flow to me. The last thing I thought about with family is figuring out is figuring out what you want to keep and what you want to let go of. No matter what family you came from, you've picked up some good things and you picked up some bad things. And you don't have to hold on to anything just because that's what you've always done or just because that's where you came from. As an adult, you have the ability and responsibility, in my opinion, to decide, okay, these are all the things that I've come away with from where I, where I've come from. What is helpful to hold on to? What is probably in my best interest in me to let go of? There's definitely room for tradition. So I'm not talking about just walking away from things or abandoning things just because. I mean things that may not serve you. So say, for example, a few minutes earlier when I talked about if maybe you have a family where people complain a lot or they have a lot of limiting beliefs, if that's not helpful for your life, that's something that you need to let go of. And as I'm recording this, I actually have another thought that comes to mind about family, and that is to be open to the different ways that family can look like. Everybody doesn't have their father and mother in their lives. Maybe it may be because they never knew them. Maybe it may be because one or both of them are deceased. Be okay with the fact that your family may look different from what other people's family looks like. To me, family is people that are there for you. They love you. They support you. They're honest with you. You can be yourself around them. They're not trying to manipulate and control you. They let you be who you are. You let them be who they are. You can trust them. They provide a safe space. And none of that necessarily has anything to do with blood. It's awesome if that comes from people that are biologically related to you, but it may not. So... Definitely, especially as an adult, you have the power to create the family that you want, the circle that you want, all those things you get to do. As I'm talking, more things are coming to my mind. Definitely something that I think that's important to thrive is to let things go. In some families, there are some really deep-seated hurts and pain. And if you can free yourself or your mind from any resentments that you have, against family members, you'd be all the better for it because sometimes holding on to hurt and pain and resentment, it really takes 
energy away from other places in your life. Instead of you maybe bettering yourself in different areas, you're stuck replaying things that happened, things that people said days ago, months ago, years ago, decades ago. And that's not helping the situation improve and it's not helping your life improve. And I'm not one of those people that even feels like you need to have a conversation with people to make things better because maybe the person that you have a resentment against is dead. I think that if you can, in your mind, create whatever narrative that you need to, to be at peace with it, I think that's helpful too. So say, for example, you had a parent that wasn't in your life and growing up, they always disappointed you. They said they were going to come get you. They didn't. And they were just a disappointment to you. And even in adulthood, maybe you try to repair the relationship with them and they still seem flaky. And in your mind, the narrative was just, I had this parent that never really cared about me. They always disappointed me. They didn't They didn't think I was worth it for them to step up and do what they needed to do to make sure that we have a relationship. And that is something that rightfully so you can be angry about. Uh, and maybe this is affecting how you interact with your spouse or potential spouse or your kids and the people around you. Another way you could look at it is I've had this parent. They were flaky my whole life, but I have another parent that wasn't or an aunt that wasn't or my uncle that wasn't or whoever it was, maybe some constant figure that you had in your life, whether it was a friend or a pastor or a coworker that you met or a teacher or a therapist or somebody that was there for you that was stable in your life. And maybe part of the narrative can be, if my parent was this way, there had to be something that they're dealing with, known or unknown, because sometimes people have bl mental blocks that they're not even conscious of. They must have been dealing with something really severe for them to pass up the opportunity to make sure that they have a relationship with somebody as awesome as me. And even though they didn't, I still ended up okay. And I'm good. Even though they didn't pour into me what I wanted, I still got what I needed. I'm still here today. I'm still living my life. I still have my head up high. I still have a spirit of perseverance because it didn't break me because they didn't do that. Though I may never know why this parent wasn't there, I'm going to keep pushing. I'm going to keep living my life. I'm going to make sure that if I become a parent or, or if you're a parent already, that I'm going to make sure that my child feels my presence. I'm going to use the knowledge that I have of what it feels like to have a flaky parent to make sure that I'm not that flaky person to my kids or to people in my life in general. And so that could be a different way to change the narrative and make peace with it. Like, okay, this person was trash pretty much. They were a trash parent and um, it is what it is. And I'm still here. I'm still good. And I have the opportunity to not be trash to somebody else. And I'm going to take that opportunity. And Keep it moving. Now, that doesn't mean that you may never feel resentment again or feel anger or that different things won't bring that up in you. But at the very least, it's better than just sitting there and thinking about this disappointment. They did this. I didn't have this in my life. I had all these voids. I'm, I didn't have the foundation that I needed and blah, 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 blah. So it's a different way of looking at it. While that's not my specific situation in general, creating different narratives has helped me in my life. And again, whatever narrative you come up with, doesn't have to be true. The importance of it is that it's something that you can make peace with and, and that you can move on 
with. Because either way, there's a narrative. Whether the narrative is your anger or the narrative is your peace, there's still a narrative in your head. It's just whether you're consciously creating it or just letting it run wild in your mind. Those are my thoughts about thriving in family. And that's it. So I'm going to keep pushing, try to get through to the end of Podmas. Um, at least I have one episode down. So see y'all tomorrow.